I do not want anger to be the thing that stops you from having the best life you can possibly have. Welcome, family, to the Bacon Bits Podcast, where we desire for you to take the bits of information and immediately apply them to your life for success. The ground rules for our podcast is that it will always be encouraging, uplifting, and informative. The areas of life that we will be talking about on the Bacon Bits Podcast is dealing with having a balanced life. I need to hear you say it. Say it out loud. Say valuable. Information applied equals success and what we are going to be talking about today is the stuff that is under anger all of us at one time or another are going to get angry that's just a given in life that is life and also to understand that anger is a normal natural emotion so there's nothing wrong with anger in and of itself gotta get that out front there is nothing wrong with anger in and of itself but anger itself is usually referred to as a secondary emotion it's usually not the main thing that's going on when we are actually angry uh this because we tend to as people uh, resort to anger to protect ourselves and cover up vulnerable feelings and it's totally understandable because we always want to protect ourselves and i totally get that and totally understand that man never want to leave you out there vulnerable uh because those feelings feel uh, we feel helpless at times so the emotion sometimes and the anger kicks in to protect us and some of the emotions uh beneath the anger is very difficult to identify some of it is is hard to admit and uh definitely difficult to discuss because i used to be one of those people that used to be, get you know i call it rage i wouldn't even call it anger i would get so mad because i couldn't articulate my anger so that was really big for me to finally uh take anger management classes learn how to d- discuss you know the exact uh way i was feeling because of anger and it wasn't the anger itself because sometimes we just gonna have plain anger and that's valid but oftentimes we are usually experiencing a mix of emotions, man. It ain't just the one thing. So it could be anywhere from sadness to disappointment to loneliness to being overwhelmed, being embarrassed, hurt, helpless. We in pain. We frustrated, insecure, hungry. You know, hungry. We all we we even title it that even now. You know, hangry. You know, because we hungry and and it's making us angry. You know, we got grief that we haven't dealt with. Uh, Anxiety, you know, is a huge topic in our day and time in this uh, era that we live in now. Uh, Stress can make you feel a whole lot of anger. Uh, We feel threatened, which is definitely a way to where you want to get angry. Uh, You're tired. Man, you know, when we're tired, we don't make good decisions. So that makes us irritable. And then we get uh, angry in that aspect. There's a lot of contempt or guilt jealousy you know seeing somebody achieve something that you want to achieve or uh seeing your spouse talking to somebody and and it's not that they talking to somebody and anything is going on it's just uh usually our insecurity which is making us scared which is bringing on shame which entail causes us to get angry so angry has a lot of stuff underneath it so anger is usually just the surface anger is usually just the uh the top of the the I mean, uh, the Lord forgive me, top of the uh, 
iceberg. You know, it's usually something way deeper than that, way deeper than that. So some questions we got to explore and answer, you know, and ask ourselves is what are we angered at? What is our anger triggered by? So what it, let's sit down and take some time because I, especially for my people that's out there that, man, you know, guess what? There's levels of this thing that can't be dealt with for the simple fact that, you know, if, you, if you're a man, we ain't supposed to go to no, you know, therapy. So we always have to get past that stigma. Uh, if you're a minority, you know, I told you that's a huge one, man. That usually stops us from going to get the help that we need. So for a lot of you guys that's listening to this podcast, this is going to be a type of therapy for you. This is not, you know, I'm not a therapist, licensed therapist or anything of that nature. But I sure want to help as many people as I can to get to uh, getting some uh, help with their anger because I do not want anger to be the thing that stops you from having the best life you can possibly have, man. So we have got to dig deeper and ask ourselves some of the questions that hold us back from having that great life. So once again, some of the questions, man, is is uh, what is your anger often triggered by? That's a big one. So I used to always feel uh, disrespected or felt like, you know, because I was black, you know, it was, it was a race thing. And sometimes it is that, but m- most of the time it's not that. But that would... Uh, make me appear and feel angered and that would cause me to have an outlash Uh, what am I currently dealing with that's causing me anger if I'm having some anger at that moment that you're dealing with it Uh, you have to ask yourself the question has your anger affected other people and how have it affected other people has it made them you know frustrated has it made them scared to be around you because of the outburst that goes on you know has it made them feel helpless that there was nothing they could do uh is it causing them anxiety and stress so you got to ask yourself those questions about the people that you're around that that your anger is is causing them to feel some type of way uh what emotions are acceptable for you to display as you were growing up you know because i used to go out and, and sports was a big one you know so anytime you was playing physical sports that was a great way to you know bump into people and tackle them or anything of that nature is to get that anger off when it, that's not dealing with the issue that's just feeling like you're getting rid of some of the uh, frustration that's going on how do you show difficult emotions you know when when you're going through stuff like when my wife had went through her uh, brain surgery you know what are you supposed to feel man when when those types of things happen you know you feel a, a sense of sadness because uh, that was something that we didn't ask for this. Uh, you're feeling hurt because you wish it was something that you could do about it. There's guilt because, you know, she the one got the brain tumors and I didn't get them. So there's a form of guilt there, you know, which in turn was making me angry and, and wanting to go out and, and, and just destroy some stuff just to get that, that, that guilty feeling off. But there's nothing that could be done. You know, it was, it was what it was. And it was our jobs to allow ourselves to grieve and, and deal with the issue as it was happening. Uh, can you think of a time you express anger in order to conceal another emotion you were feeling? So, you know, you, you knew you was sad or you was in pain or you frustrated, but you use anger, uh, as a, uh, weapon or, uh, something to use to, in order to conceal another feeling. And that usually happens. Like I said, most of the time, it's usually never the anger 
there's a such thing as righteous anger. You know, us getting, you know, mad at things that shouldn't be going on in life. But 90% of the time, it's usually because of some other feeling that's triggering the anger. Uh, ask yourself, you know, uh, is it the anger that you have healthy? Uh, and when is it becoming unhealthy? It's healthy because you're having the anger and, you, and you're uh, acknowledging that you have the anger. When does it become unhealthy is when we express it in ways that is not formidable to what needs to be done to solve the very issue that that was making us angry in the first place. Uh, and I want you to ask yourself the question, do you know of anyone who you know that manages their anger well? And what do they do? And being in the time frame that I'm in now in my life, I can honestly say that I think a lot more first before I respond. I make sure I've gotten the information that I need before uh, making a decision to, to blow off and and things of that nature. But I do have moments, and it's happened twice uh, in the last couple of years, where uh, I felt some type of way being in parking lots at uh, at stores, and it was it was something that you know I noticed that it was certain people when I was seeing them, and it's not not a judgment call, but it was just seeing people acting out of character. And that would get my blood boiling. So I had to catch myself and make sure that, you know, Lord, I do not want nothing ugly to happen. So I had to talk to myself through the situation as it was happening. And I was talking to myself out loud <laughs> when it was happening just to make sure that I didn't take it to somewhere where it didn't need to be at. How could exploring emotions beneath the surface help you deal with the anger? So part of when you ask yourself, you know, and tell yourself and acknowledge that you're angry, what are the other emotions beneath that that we talked about that is really the issue and not just the issue itself? So what are some coping skills that you can use when you get angry? Not a matter of if you get angry, when you get angry. Part of those coping skills is identifying and avoiding triggers if possible. So if you know a certain people that's in your life, that you know cause you to get angry if there's certain places that you go that causes you to get angry or certain situations that you uh, have you have to deal with that cause you anger a great thing to do is acknowledge that and say you know what I don't need to be in this environment anymore because every time I'm here it brings on some feelings that I do not like feeling so identify that uh, talk through the emotions with somebody that you, you love, you know, that's a big one, man, because I'm a firm believer that sometimes some of the anger that we have is like a pressure cooker. We're just holding it in, holding it in, holding it in, holding it in. And we don't have anybody to articulate it with. And once that happens, we end up usually exploding and going off on people and situations that didn't need to have us going off on because we didn't express the emotions that we were dealing with. Uh, for those of you that want to do some serious work on your anger, I would ask you to track uh, who, what, when, where, and the hows of what makes you angry. You know, who, what, when, and where makes you angry. Have to acknowledge that. Have to do some research on that. Have to do some studying of yourself in order to understand what that thing is that's making you angry, man. So, do your homework, family. Please do your homework. Uh, another way to, to understand uh, anger is to notice how anger shows up in your body. So the thing with me 
is uh, I used to have a tear come down my face. Which was an indication that, uh oh, I'm about to get to the point where I can't even turn this thing around. So anytime I would feel the tear come down my face, that would mean either me or somebody that I love would have to get me out of the situation because it was about to get ugly. Uh, another way anger shows up for me is the saliva in my mouth actually changes taste. That's a big one for me. So I would tell you, take some time to figure out what in your body is changing with the anger that you're expressing. So notice how your how your body is changing when you are angry. Always great coping mechanisms are uh, exercise. I'm a firm believer that when we exercise, we're releasing stuff that's in our bodies that we, need, we didn't even know was there. I think is a great one. Uh, walk away, get out the situation. Great coping mechanism. So you can be all the, the punks and all the other names they can call you. Don't even sweat that. Just walk away from the situation because you'll be a better person for that. And then there's also times where you can just listen to music. You know, I mean, I was, I mean, I used to listen to angry music sometimes <laughs> to get me through, but most of the time that wasn't good for me. So it was always some some soothing calm, some jazz, or some uh, nice smooth R and B, or some uh, or some gospel uh, to get me through my situations. Because I mean, I, it would just get crazy. But what I want you to do is, as you listen to this podcast about anger and what's the things that's underneath the anger, I really want you to do your homework. Because I really want this year right here to be your best year ever. And part of this being your best year is you have got to do your homework to get to the very thing that you are wanting to get to in this life. And that requires you to do some studying of you. We have done studying in all these other areas of our lives. But I want us to this year truly do some soul searching and do some studying on ourselves. This is your boy, John Bacon. I love you guys. God bless. All right, what's up, family? It's your boy, John Bacon from the Bacon Bits Podcast. Thank you so much for your support, likes, and ratings. Please don't just listen, but rate me, follow me, and subscribe. This is an amazing way to offer free support. My beautiful queen and I have some books that we have written for your growth. So the first book we have is a workbook, actually. It's called Healthy Relationships, and this is a workbook through the lens of faith. Because what makes a relationship healthy or unhealthy? So this workbook is designed, it's a 12-week, it's a biblically grounded course, and every week has a, a few different principles. So some of our principles, some of our topics that we're covering are respect, uh, cultivating security. And this is not just between a husband and wife, this is between parents, between siblings, between friends, between your bosses, employers. So it's really important and everyone deserves a healthy relationship. And also we have The Balanced Life by John Bacon. It covers how to be prosperous in your finances, relationships, your health, your mind, and your spirit. And we also have The Unraveling, a creative healing journal, pinings, poems, prayers, and ponderings of my precarious life. Um, I've had a testimony of, uh, I've had two brain tumors and two brain surgeries, and I'm super grateful, but I'm still grieving the process of healing. And this is part of the process. In this book, you have devotionals, you have prayers, and you have some ponderings. And in between these pages, you, there's a space for you to also be prompted to paint and to create uh, your own. Or maybe you want to write something in these books. This is part of your creative healing journal that we get to walk through together. And you guys can just head over to Kingdom Servants First. Kingdom Servants, the number one, st.com.
and you can purchase all three of these books. Thank you for your support, your love, and your contributions. God bless.